This program contains adult content. Is there a God? A big atheist. Really? What, am I an idiot? Come on. That yes, it would be nice if you could throw your sins and your responsibilities on someone else. But it's not true. It looks like far-left lunacy. I don't believe that it's true that religion is moral or ethical. You don't need to follow anybody! It's not human intelligence! If someone doesn't value logical consistency, what logical argument are you going to give them that will demonstrate that they should? Hello and welcome to the Godless Revolution. Today is Monday, July 17th. I just I just did that. Just looked just at my watch. That. God. You just said it. You just said it. <laughs> this is episode 410, I think. My name is Dan Ellis, and I'm joined by two awesome co-hosts, Mr. Ryan Duffy. That's the one in the middle. And Mr. Taylor Grin. The one on the right, which eh, politically might oh, make sense. You don't Only just be barely. That. <laughs> <laughs> That's the orientation on the screens. Uh, what's What's new with you guys? Let's, let's go with uh, Taylor first. Oh, man. So the girlfriend um, has been focusing on school full time. Uh, she has she was moving out of her apartment technically into her mom's house, but functionally into mine more nights than not. Um, and in Italy there is this fun thing where when you move out of an apartment, the landlord doesn't paint the walls. You do, which <laughs> I think is a stupid system because you would think that the person who has the vested interest in the property value would be the one taking the responsibility to ensure that property is valuable. Do they, also, are there they stipulations would, about like what color or anything like yeah, I mean, it's just a white, you know, like you you paint the walls white or whatever their original color was, which yeah. is almost always white. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you got to paint over that. So um, I was doing all of that. Uh, was that last weekend? God, it all blends together. It was last um, weekend. <laughs> yeah, last weekend. Last weekend. Um, and that was fun. That actually went fairly uneventfully. Landlady was happy or landlord, whatever the hell it was over at her place. Everything was cool girlfriend and their stepdad come over to my place and we want to make some holes uh near some shelves that we've got so that um we can put in some brackets and those shelves can carry a lot more weight because i'd like to put plants and shit on them uh stepdad gets his drill and uh suddenly we're looking into the neighbor's apartment um but the thing is that he was super zealous about his drill job so he drills another two fucking holes before he realizes that he's punctured through into the neighboring apartment. And we start getting frantic knocking at the door. <laughs> the hell's going on over there? <laughs> so lots of screaming that I don't understand later. Um, the like, basically it works out to where like we've got to find a painter now and ordinarily like i would just spackle over it and paint it and like use all the paint i literally just finished doing in the other apartment um but the problem is that the neighbor's wall is this like kind of eggshell like sponge paint job that's got like multiple colors to it kind of deal and it's like you shits <laughs> <laughs> like if you just had a normal wall i could have done this myself in an afternoon um 
So that has been my weekend. Um, <laughs> on the other hand, uh, I turned 35 recently and I got an adorable little, um, uh, like, a, uh, what do you call it? Like a sake set. Um, you know, including like the carafe that you can like heat the sake in on a couple glasses and the craft is shaped like a cat. Um, <laughs> which is super cute. I'll show you guys in our next break. And then, uh, a sake that has been continuously made by the same family since the Edo period in the 1500s, Japan. Wow. Yeah. So that's been my life lately. Well, happy belated birthday, man. I didn't know that was a thing. I, yeah, I'm I, sorry. I was, if we would have recorded last week, I was going to say, happy birthday, Taylor. Yeah, no, thank you. I've, I've been disconnecting significantly from social media lately, so I don't even know if it like says on my Facebook anymore that it's it does, That's how I knew. <laughs> ah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I had no idea. So happy birthday, man. That's awesome. Um, thank you. Thank you. The big three, five. Wow. I'm almost oh, 15 yeah. years older than you. That's nuts. Wow. I, I don't, I don't feel 15 years older. Is that, no. well, <laughs> Does that work for anything? The old yeah, the less that matters, it seems. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's new with you, Mister Duffy? Well, I've been I've been learning new skills that I was I was just showing you guys. I got myself a metal lathe, and I've been working on building my first puzzle where I have machined metal parts for a lot of the components. Wow! So that's exciting. That's Making cool. shafts and cylinders and pins and rods and yeah it's all round because it's it's yeah uh have you cut all the shit out of your hands made up what'd you guys say <laughs> sorry <laughs> go ahead taylor i'll let you ask first uh mine was stupid i was just saying jaff sounds like a word that's made up uh and i said have you cut the shit out of your hands with all of the metal shavings no, but now we have another issue. Not only am I tracking wood into the house, I am now tracking metal shavings into the house. That's not nearly as good. They're <laughs> no. They're much more dangerous. I try to be a little bit better about like sweeping and cleaning my clothes off before I come in after creating a whole bunch of metal shavings and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's fun. I'm enjoying it. Well, cool. Have you considered just doing the work naked or something? Uh, I mean, I do it barefoot a lot of times, but I don't. I don't want to get a a, a a twiggly piece of metal up my urethra. <laughs> you'd, you'd have to be doing some interesting uh, metal work in order for that to happen. I do I some interesting things. It is waist height. <laughs> that that would not so be years. very respectful of the metal. Since, uh, since my body has decided to treat me like an asshole lately, I decided to make the bench so I could sit down by it while working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you getting yeah. sore all over the places? Well, my knee, my right knee is twice the size of my left knee right now. My back is Ooh. still fucked up. And Jesus. Why? I just, that's, that's terrible, man. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> it I don't happens. Know what to say about that. Well, I, my, my swelling in my knee has finally started going down over the last like two, it's been swollen for like three weeks. Yeah. Like I've been wearing leg brace for like three weeks. Did you do like something to injure it? Uh, yard work. Oh, huh, that'll dangerous. do it. Uh, uh, we zero escaped the entire front yard and it was the day after I got done making all the planter boxes, kneeling down, getting up, 
carrying all the dirt, carrying everything around. That next day, my knee blew up, and it's yeah, oh, oh. yeah. Oui. Did you have any inkling that would happen as you were doing the work? Was your knee like complaining while you were doing it? Well, no, I I was blacking out as I was doing the work because I got home from work and I hadn't been eating and it was like 100 degrees outside. And every time I stood up, I blacked out until Sarah finally said, you don't look good. I was like, I know, but I want to get done. <laughs> well, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it won't really matter if it's whether it's done or not if you're dead. That's the way I work. You don't... Blacking out doesn't stop me from getting the task done. <laughs> well, yeah, it's hot out. Um, yeah, yeah, it is very hot. I so you guys know, like the the one thing that I get to do in as my free or not free thing, my fun time thing uh, is golf. Like that's yeah. that's my one. Yeah, that's my one social outlet lately. And last week, I you know I got I got my cool little remote cart. That I put my bag on and it has a battery and it just, I've got a remote and it moves the cart mm -hmm. all over the place with my stuff. And so I've been walking and Valley View is called Valley View because it's a golf course set on the side of a hill. That's where I play golf most of the time in, in the men's league that I'm in. And it was so hot last week on Tuesday when we went to play, it was close to a hundred degrees and... In Utah, for Utah, it was very humid. It was close to forty percent humidity, and I, I walked the I walked the front nine and bending down to pick up my ball after I had holed out on number nine. I saw sweat dripping off the end of the bill of my <laughs> baseball cap because it had soaked through with sweat. Like the whole hat was just soaking wet. And I was like, fuck this. <laughs> I'm going to get a cart. I can't walk another nine holes. Like, I'll just die. And, yeah, it, it's been really fucking hot. So we got a cart, and I did that. The week before that, I ended up getting so dehydrated that in the middle of the night, my right calf just turned into a giant spasmodic knot and woke me out of a sleep, <laughs> woke me out of a deep sleep, just screaming in pain, just, ah, what the fuck is going oh, yeah. on? And yeah, that was terrible. So the very next day I woke up and bought a massage gun that I've been using. And now I've, now I'm also stretching every night before bed and yeah. using a massage gun and trying to drink tons and tons of water because I'm, I'm a sweaty guy and I sweat a lot. And when I golf and it's hot, I sweat even more. And when it's humid, the sweat doesn't cool you off. So you sweat even more. And yeah, it's just been bad, man. It's been super fucking hot. Um, listeners just like fucking listen to these two guys destroying themselves and treat yourselves better. Okay. <laughs> Taylor. It happens. Also, uh, the thing that's been helping my back the most has been a tens unit. I have I one. Of those. Ever, yeah. I've been using that on my back. Like at work, if my back is starting to act up, I put it in the area where it's like not doing good. Mm -hmm. Let that run for like 20 minutes. And it like helps relieve the pain. So I don't know if it's a muscle thing back there or whatever, but that tens unit helps uh, relieve uh, the pain in my lower back. I envy that because like I don't feel like I get anything out of a tens unit, but a Theragun just fucking hits the spot. What's so, the, what's the Theragun? Is that that pulsing like the massage? Yeah, the yeah. massage yeah, thing massage that looks thing, like yeah. a Sibian on a handle. Yeah, I was gonna say it looks like an eighteen hundreds <laughs> masturbation device. 
Yeah. Sort of, yeah. So they do not... Please, dear God, don't take medical advice from a podcast. Do not use a Theragun anywhere near one of your erogenous zones. <laughs> <laughs> because it doesn't just vibrate. It, like, oscillates punch forward it. and back. It would just punch the yeah. shit out of whatever you're trying to stimulate. Yeah. Also, but apparently, do not use one of those near your, like, tendons and ligaments around your ankle. Because apparently, oh. you can, like, hit a nerve in that area just right. And Pop it just it. totally, like, fucks your... Put up forever. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Vladimir Bayad. Well, we got some, there's, we, yeah, there's just always news happening. Taylor's, Taylor's brought a couple things to talk about tonight. We'll talk about them on the other side of this little break. This is Dr. Dan, Matt's boss from the Two Skeptical Chaps podcast, and you are listening to the Godless Revolution. Oh shit, did I say rev? I mean revolution. Bloody Americans fucking up the language. You can edit that, right, Spike? Should we say a wee prayer first, maybe? Yeah, I'd say our Lord is up there now, looking down on the world, thinking the floods and the famine can wait, for there is a child in Derry who needs me to magically alter the contents of an envelope. Oh, that's very good, Sister Michael. It's very funny. Ah, oh, don't be such a lick, Geraldine. Thank you to everybody who has rated the show on iTunes and Stitcher and are following us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And to all our Patreon patrons, you make the show possible. Welcome back. Uh, it's been a while. Some things have been going on. Uh, shit, I think the last time we did the show, Finland wasn't in NATO yet. Um, <laughs> speaking, <laughs> speaking of NATO, with this elegant transition, um, there's uh, there's been some stuff going on in Sweden, the country I almost lived in. Um, a while back, a guy decided that he wanted to burn a Quran outside of a mosque in Sweden. Uh, this obviously drew protest because for some reason um, Muslims don't like it when you burn the Quran. And unlike other religious groups, they choose to like stage riots and murder people when that happens instead <laughs> of, you know, write firmly worded letters or run for office. Well, it's because it's such um, an advanced and, and loving and open and welcoming religion, you know, yeah, they truly, don't, they don't get upset about much of anything over there. Really? I mean, I will say though, if you try to go to a Christian church and do a Bible burning, I'm pretty sure they would have a pretty similar reaction. Yeah. They wouldn't I, be happy. About I, I don't think they're going to light cars on fire. Or yeah. shoot people. Yeah. No, um, no, but they I mean, would uh, disagree with you quite. I, I they they would disagree with you, but I feel like the existence of the film Borat probably, uh, um, you know, proves the contrary. Or, or <laughs> what was the other one? What was the one that he was in where he acted as a, a like flagrant, frag, flagrantly <laughs> gay man, and then went to like places where that was not acceptable. Bruno. Bruno. Yeah, that was Bruno. Yeah. 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 yeah Bruno was the, uh, yep. 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 So anyhow, um, in light of that Quran burning, um, an individual in Sweden decided to apply for a permit to burn a Torah and Bible outside of the Israeli embassy in Stockholm. Hmm. Okay. Now, um, Initially, in the application, he said that he wanted to do it in order to demonstrate that Sweden had neutral freedom of speech as his justification. However, when he arrived on Saturday, he said that he had chosen not to set fire to the religious scriptures. 
Uh, despite having been given permission by Stockholm police to hold a three-person protest, the man said he had no intention of burning any books and instead threw a lighter to the ground. Quote, I never thought I would burn any books. I'm a Muslim. We don't burn books. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, See how much better I am than those bastards who did it to our book. (laughs) Right, which is, one, not fucking true. Um, Mm -hmm. So... Uh, 32-year-old Ahmed said the real reason for the protest was to draw difference. Uh, sorry, to draw attention to the difference between freedom of speech and offending other ethnic groups. "Quote: This is a response to the people who burn the Quran. I want to show that freedom of expression has limits that must be taken into account." Explained the Swedish resident of Syrian origin. That's um, not true. Yeah. Right. Right. So Stockholm police granted a permit to an applicant to hold a public rally to burn a Jewish and Christian Bible on Saturday. Um, while this scene is blasphemous by religious followers, um, others regard book burning as an example of freedom of expression, which is protected by the Swedish constitution. Blasphemy laws in Sweden were abandoned in the 1970s. Um, the, the man who filed the request said that it was made in response for the Quran burning outside of a Stockholm mosque last month by an Iraqi Christian immigrant during the Muslim holiday of Eid. So here's, sorry, go ahead. I'll say, but just the the fact of him getting permission to do Mm -hmm. it proves against his point. Like it goes against his own narrative. Like, well, and and I'm going to get into that because I think that's ultimately (laughs) like kind of the point. So Sweden's government had also condemned the Quran building as quote, Islamophobic while noting that the country had a constitutionally protected right to freedom of assembly, expression, and demonstration. The Stockholm police stressed on Friday to the press that they can only refuse a permit if it causes major disruptions or is a risk to public safety. Quote from a police chief, the the police does not issue permits to burn religious texts. The police issues permits to hold a public gathering and express an opinion. That's an important distinction. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. the, the the prime minister said Sweden. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was say getting a permit to burn an inanimate object that is causing no one any real harm or danger mm-hmm. should be approved, whether you like it or not. The right to right. offend is the right everyone fucking has. Well, in the way that yeah. that the way that that law or policy or whatever is worded makes it in my mind, much more likely that if you do something somebody doesn't like, they are going to cause a big problem about it, right? Like the way that that's worded right. is we'll we'll issue you a permit as long as there are no – it as long as it doesn't create a hazard or a safety concern for other people. So if you've got a group of people who are, ups- are so upset about what you're doing that they then make a scene and cause a safety issue or a hazard mm-hmm. for other people – does that not then lend itself to say, okay, well now we can't do this anymore because these people get so upset that they set cars on fire, start buildings on fire, start riots. Like we just can't do that anymore because clearly it's going to be a problem. Well, and here's the thing that really chaps my ass about this. And what I think was really going on is I think this guy was expecting the Swedish government to tell him like, no, you're not allowed to burn a Torah in front of the Israeli embassy. And then he would be able to say like, Oh, look at the double standard. It's okay to burn a Quran, but it's not okay to burn a Bible. And uh-huh. when that didn't happen, he was like, well, shit. Now what? Because <laughs> now, if I'm a Muslim burning a Torah in front of the Israeli embassy, 
that makes me look bad and my friends look yeah. bad. Mm-hmm. Right. But I've, I've inadvertently proven the point that, Hey, crazy enough, like Stockholm is a liberal society that allows freedom <laughs> of expression. Mm-hmm. And what would have gone even worse is if he had done the burning and then nobody freaked the fuck out. And then he would have demonstrated like that his community does oh. more damage than others. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like he, he painted himself into an idiot corner. Like, hello, yeah. jackass. If you wouldn't get so upset about it, it wouldn't be an issue. And now you think everybody's going to be just as upset as you are. Well, you're clearly wrong. And you've just demonstrated how fucking backward your religion and its adherents are when it comes to their religion and what they consider to be blasphemy. Like people who aren't a member of your religion, it doesn't fucking matter what they do because they're not part of your religion. You can't force others to live by your religious edicts. That's the whole fucking point of having some freedom to choose what religion you're going to choose to follow or not. Yep. Yep. It's, it's like uh, Batman said in the one movie, like you wanted to drag everyone else down to your level and then you were surprised when they wouldn't do it. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. It just, so, uh, I, I've, I've yeah, never understood why, why people aren't more, uh, vocal about Islam saying that you can't do, like, if you're not a member of our religion, you still can't do these other things. Like, no, fuck you. Mm-hmm. I'm not a member of your religion. That's why yeah. I can do these things. Yeah. Well, and the biggest reason is because the right wing, conflated being Islamic with being dark skinned and from the Middle East mm-hmm. and then used that xenophobia as easy political points to rally Christian nationalists. Mm-hmm. And because the right wing adopted an aggressive stance towards the religious group on racial grounds, um, the left wing not ever wanting to look like it agrees with the right, even um uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Like superficially, right? Because the actual argument is against the illiberalism of Islam, not about the race or the freedom to practice Islam. Mm-hmm. But it looks like you're siding with the right, so it's verboten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes. It's it goes to that whole Ben Affleck thing um, mm-hmm. when he was a guest on Real Time with Bill Maher and Sam Harris was on there. Not that, you know, I mean, Sam's got some good ideas about some things and some real shit ideas about some other things. Same with Bill Maher. Like he's, he's, he's got more problems in a math book, but Ben Affleck was on there and Sam Harris was saying something about, I don't even remember what he said, but Ben Affleck said, oh, that's just gross and racist. And what Sam had said wasn't at all racist. Like you've, you've got to stretch what he said to the point of absurdity to to claim that it was racist at all. It was just Ben Affleck was upset that somebody was saying something bad about Islam. Mm -hmm. Well, you've got to pretend that Islam is a race and not a religion. Right. To say that criticizing Islam is racist. Yeah. That's what you've got to do. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Nuts, man. Yep. So that is the first of two news stories I wanted to go over today. The second one will probably be a little bit shorter discussion, but I'll go into a little bit more detail in the news article. Um, so Republicans are doing Republican shit. <laughs> go! Um, this, one, this one is going to hit a much more niche audience, uh, to be honest. It's not as big as a lot of the conservative efforts against LGBTQ splat folks. Um 
you know, drag reading hours, the ability to have books in libraries, the right to abortion, yada, yada, yada. Um, but it is an issue regardless. So a conservative Republican from Ohio has included a provision in the fiscal 2024 defense policy bill um, that would prohibit DOD personnel, that's Defense Department personnel, from communicating with the MRFF, the Military Religious Freedom Foundation. Um, friend of the show, Mikey Weinstein, uh, runs that organization. So the amendment slipped into the House version of the NDAA, which is the National Defense Authorization Act. Um, Mike Turner of Ohio, a Republican, would forbid service members from contacting the MRFF or its leadership. The legislation would also bar commanders from, quote, taking any action or making any decision as a result of any claim, objection, or protest made by the group, quote, without the authority of the Secretary of Defense. I'm going to make an aside here. What that is specifically talking about is the fact that oftentimes the MRFF will receive complaints by military members or GS employees or contractors who work in the DOD, and they will say, the commander of my unit, blah, 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 is doing some sort of religiously uh, motivated discriminatory act, such as keeping a Bible on a POW table instead of other religious texts or no text at all, or having explicit references to Jesus around Christmas time, or requiring prayers at the beginning of gatherings or anything else like that. Um, what happens is, is service members will send in a complaint to uh, the MRFF. The MRFF will determine the validity of that complaint and the four corners of the law regarding that thing. And then if it is, in fact, unconstitutional, they will send a cease and desist letter to the commander in charge of that organization saying, hey, if you don't stop doing this religious bullshit, we're going to sue you under First Amendment uh, guidelines and you're going to get your shit rocked. And more often than not, the commanders say, oh, yeah, I really don't want it being on my OPR that I got sued for being <laughs> religiously discriminatory. So I'm going to stop doing the shit now. Mm -hmm. um, and so where the uh, legislation says that commanders would be barred from, quote, taking any action or making any decision as a result of any claim, objection or protest by the MRFF without the authority of the secretary of defense. What they're trying to do is prevent commanders from being able to cease and desist on their own and instead make every single thing that the MRFF does uh, like a national level controversy and and also trying to prohibit members of the military from contacting MF uh, contacting the MRFF, which is a blatant violation of the freedom of speech, freedom of association, freedom of protest laws. Um, it's super fucked. Oh yeah. Well, what has he provided a justification for why he wants this added or why he did no, add it to actually Turner's uh, office did not elaborate on why the Congressman introduced the amendment. Um, probably a senior Christian. House Armed Services Committee staffer. Sorry, what? I said probably because he's Christian and thinks Christianity should be involved in every fucking aspect of the military. And if you oppose that, you're fucking wrong. Yep. Um, Turner's office. Uh, sorry. Uh, a senior House Armed Services Committee staffer previously told the Military Times that the stipulation was aimed to ensure that military personnel don't, quote, overreact to the foundation's work. Um, the head of the MRFF suspects more personal grudges. The MRFF pressured Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, located in Turner's district, to remove a Bible display from its dining facilities in 2016. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so uh, it's worth noting. 
Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna. So some Christian got their panties in a wad about it and was like, "Oh, they're taking away my Bible. I can't have that. We got to get on and talk to our legislators and say you you can't go about talking about taking my take my take my my Bible away. And that's a bad thing. Okay. <laughs> Pretty much. Yep. So uh, yeah, that is that's in the news. Um. Mikey is a Air Force Academy graduate and a veteran. He founded the MRFF in 2005 with the stated goal of ensuring that all members of the United States Armed Forces fully receive the constitutional guarantee of religious freedom. The nonprofit uh, nonprofit claims to have served around 84,000 service members over the course of its 18-year history, defending its clients from unwanted proselytizing and scrubbing DOD installations clean of religious symbolism. Uh, I have been their client twice. I will not give any more details on that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, so there's a bunch of other shit going on inside of the NDAA, the National Defense Authorization Act. Oh, really? Uh, Oh, you didn't see the other shit they're fucking passing with it? To be honest, like I've been much more disconnected since I've moved out here for my own mental health. So no. <laughs> okay. So let's, <laughs> let's have a quick conversation here. Good. Cool. So with inside of DOD schools, so a lot of military bases, air force, army, Marine, Navy have schools on the base. Well, now they want to pass a provision through the National Defense Authorization Act, where parents and other people can review the books to make sure they're not being woke and ban all that stuff. Oh, and you know how recently the Supreme Court just got rid of Roe v. Wade and Mm -hmm. President Biden basically said, well, if you're a military member and would like to seek an abortion, we will cover that. Mm -hmm. Not anymore. Oh, joy. Not so anymore, or are you saying that in the NDAA they're trying to in the NDAA? It's they're they're they put a provision in there that said, uh, well, so the way it was going, if you were in a state where abortions were made illegal and you had to travel to get an abortion, mm-hmm. it would be covered. Mm-hmm. You would get you would the Tricare would pay for it. Mm-hmm. Okay, the NDAA is making that null and void. Well, at least that's a provision that someone has slipped into the NDAA, right? They haven't they haven't oh, no, authorized the, the NDAA. That's one of the big ones that McCarthy put in there. That's one of the big ones he's touting is the fact that he's protecting the unborn through this act. And that was what uh, Tuberville was. That's why Tuberville was not allowing, uh, like right now, currently, as we sit, the Marine yeah. Corps does not have a commandant. Mm-hmm. Yep. For the first time in like 200 fucking years. years, yeah. Yeah. The Marine Corps does not have a commandant because he will not allow any military promotions until the uh, military stops allowing abortions. Yeah, this is the same Tommy Tuberville who is racist as fuck and dumber yes. than just about mm-hmm. anybody else that I can think of yeah. in the same in Congress. Tommy Tuberville. Who said, well, white white nationalists are Americans. I'll just so call them Americans. In the military. They're, yeah. Okay, that is the same guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I actually yeah. saw that on, God, like Twitter or something like that earlier today. Yeah. 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 He's the one also blocking all the promotions right now based on the fact that he does not want 
people in the military allowed to travel to get abortions out of state that if they're in a state that does not allow it. And here's the craziest thing that it reminds me of is the fact that um, it, it, it's kind of like a 180 because the military was the first place before Roe v. Wade where they would force women to get abortions. Hmm. Say so, that in Hollywood. Yeah. What? Like, yeah. So before Roe v. Wade, if you were a female in the military and you got pregnant, uh-huh. you were basically getting an abortion or get the fuck out. Really? Oh, yeah. I am unaware of this. And there was a famous case before Roe v. Wade, and she was almost part of Roe v. Wade, but it didn't work for the narrative, um, where she was, a, uh, she was an officer. She got pregnant. She wasn't married. She did not want to have an abortion, but she wanted to continue serving in the military. And she had to pick one or the other. Either you continue serving in the military or you get an abortion. Wow. Interesting. And hmm. she was actually one of the people that fought to get the military to stop forcing abortions. If you were, so you didn't have to choose. Uh, I mean, that was back. I mean, that was quite a long time ago. That was like, 60, 70 years ago when that was going on, if you were a female in the military where they were forcing abortions upon you. I can't remember her name right now. I remember I remember watching a whole thing on it where she was um she was almost the person they picked for the Roe v. Wade case huh. because of the military aspect of military allows abortions. The government allows people, you know, sanctioned government sanctioned abortion, but you won't allow anyone else to have it. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and Tuberville's um, argument against having military members. So uh, you're right. Biden set up this this exclusion or this benefit for military members that yes. if you are in the military and you happen to be serving in a state where uh, abortions are disallowed and you need one, then the military will pay to have you travel to another state where that abortion is allowed. Right. So, which should be a non-controversial thing, but yeah, Tuberville is saying that then that is the government helping to subsidize the cost of an abortion, which is illegal because Uh of the Hyde amendment that says that the government can't provide any funding toward abortion, which is the stupidest fucking thing that we've enacted in a long fucking time. Like let's give people, let's give this special deference to a religious group who is upset about abortion to say that, okay, well now if you're in the military, you have to follow this, this religious belief from one group of people, whether you like it or not, because we can't provide this to you. And now they're trying to extend that with Tuberville and these States who are, who are enacting anti-abortion laws and restricting abortion in all of these different States. It's not going to stop. Like, it, they're not going to stop. They're not going to end. They're going to keep pushing and pushing and pushing until they can eventually do away with abortion all over the place. Then they're going Which to... the goal. <laughs> and they want to get kids back in the workplace. They want to have women out mm-hmm. of the workplace. They want women to be forced into labor and into carrying fetuses to term. They're not going to fucking stop. They're just putting in place their own religious ideals and making everybody else have to follow them. And that's fucking bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they thought this originally saying it was a state's right issue. 
Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that was some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, complete yeah. fucking bullshit. Because right now when they're saying, well, states' rights, okay, cool. But now we want the federal government to step in and say no. Well, mm-hmm. that's not state rights. Yeah, states', states rights, rights was always versus, a foot in the door. It was the same thing they was. said during the fucking segregation era. Yeah, 100%. and during the Civil War. I, I want, I'm, I'm curious, has, has there ever been an argument where the, the issue of states' rights has been a benefit I can't think of any. The only thing yeah. I could possibly say that the state rights could have been a benefit for would have been pre 13th amendment where states decided on their own to get rid of slavery. <laughs> but at the same time, they still allowed slavery because I think a lot of st- like, um, uh, what was it? Pennsylvania, uh, slavery was illegal but you were allowed to transport slaves into the state as long as they weren't there for more than six months at a time. So if you were a wealthy landowner, you could transport your slaves back and forth, but as long as they weren't there for six months at a time, it was legal to keep them as slaves on your property in that state, even though slavery was illegal. This is all really terrible. (laughs) (laughs) That's, That's not any, that's not any bit of good news. Um, no, yeah, I, I, uh, I can't think of a single instance where states' rights have, where the states' rights issue or argument has ever been used as a benefit for people who didn't hold some religious belief that supported oh, yeah. whatever they were trying to justify in right. in in the name of states' rights. I mean, states' rights yeah. has been the argument to, like you said, to keep slavery going, to mm-hmm. start a fucking civil war. Yeah. And now we've got those same right-wing religious assholes doing the same bullshit. Hi, this is Justin Schieber, formerly of the Reasonable Doubts podcast and currently of Real Atheology, and you are listening to The Godless Revolution. Obviously, Sister Declan's death was extremely shocking and unexpected. We're still struggling to understand exactly what happened. Yeah. Can I just ask, what age was Sister Declan? She'd have been 98 on Friday. Right. Might that shed some light on the situation? How so? Does anybody else have any thoughts on the whole her being almost 98 years of age thing? Stroke down in her prime. If you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, criticisms, or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com, by text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL, or Twitter the twatter at TGR Podcast. Thank you! One of the other big things that will get us on another subject here uh, that was also in the uh, National Defense Authorization Act um, was recently the Supreme Court ruled uh, to get rid of affirmative action. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. So inside of the National, the NDAA. Mostly. They decided, <laughs> yeah. Mostly uh, well, get they rid of it. decided that um, you... You you can't uh, use uh, inclusion anymore in the military because uh, affirmative action is gone. <sighs> so any of the people that were doing like uh, the inclusion efforts or whatever, any of those people in those branches of office that were there for uh, ec- uh, equity, equity diversion, equity diversity, and and EDI, EDI, yeah, uh, gone. Yeah, they want it gone, hmm. done, gone. Is that well? So I haven't heard that. What I what I did hear is that uh, affirmative action is gone from 
private universities, private and public universities yes. and colleges, but it is still yes. in place for military schools. No. Yes. Part part of the and the NDAA that they Oh had no, but we're talking through. about the Supreme Court case. Well, the Supreme Court case was that, but they used the Supreme Court case with the NDAA to get rid of that in the military. Like all the military academies to get rid of it in promotion, to get rid of it sure. basically saying in the military you cannot use race or any of that in the military. Oh, also, if you're trans and you want to go have surgery, that's now illegal in the military. Oh, but I thought it was just about protecting kids. Nope, nope, nope. It's about trying to make a better fighting force. They also want to, they also had a thing in their provision to ban all drag shows on any military base. That's a time honored tradition going back to the Civil War. I know Reagan <laughs> did it. They're fantastic. Do yourself a favor if you're driving, pull over, Google on your phone. British men firing guns during drag show. Cause there's a fantastic world war two picture <laughs> of these Brits who had been in the middle of a drag show when they had to start shooting at German, uh, uh, aircrafts. And so it's a whole bunch of like British troops in dresses firing 50 cals. <laughs> also note, Sarah just scared the shit out of me. Cause she just brought me fucking Del Taco. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah, oh, Del Taco sounds good. I, I don't. I think aside from the right wing attacking gay people, lesbians, trans people, uh, everybody in the LGBTQ plus community, um, I'm also upset at so many people on the left who for whatever reason, are buying into all of these right-wing talking points against people in the trans community and are not embracing and supporting members of the trans community because all of that talk, all of that propaganda, all of that jargon, all of that bullshit is coming from people on the right. And now people on the left are like, well, yeah, that kind of makes sense because I don't fucking understand biology or psychology, so... Yeah, you're only you're born with a penis or without a penis, and so yeah, there's no such thing as somebody who's not a who's not a penis haver or a penis haver. That you've got to be one or the other, and so yeah, this trans thing just doesn't work out for me. It, yeah, it's just a basic ignorance of the fucking world around them, and then just a display of abject credulity to go along with, yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I thought that was weird and kind of gross anyway. So I'm just going to roll with not having to have to support those people because, uh, mm -hmm. it kind of aligns with me not feeling, not wanting to feel icky about it. I get really fucking mad about that. <laughs> There's yeah. a bunch of people that I know who, for whatever reason, choose to be assholes to members of the trans community. And it's like, how many trans people do you actually know? How many people mm -hmm. how many people in the trans community have ever harmed you or anybody that you know? How many people in the trans community have ever harmed you, anybody you know, or anybody you don't fucking know even? There's none. Like give Probably, me some yeah. examples of the harms coming from the trans community to anybody else. Instead, you're just wanting to pick on this tiny little minority and be an asshole to them because you're an asshole. That's it. That's the bottom line. You're a fucking asshole. Right. Yeah. I, I got into an online argument with someone who was going off about the 
uh, trans and the drag show stuff. And he's like, well, there's so much uh, pedophilia and whatever in the drag community and everything. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I said, here are our 1700 cases just revealed of religious abuse going on in one fucking state of mm-hmm. fucking clergy raping kids. Mm-hmm. I could find three cases nationwide mm-hmm. in the last four years that dealt with anybody that did drag and none of them dealt with them physically harming a kid. It was three people that happened to do drag that also had child porn. Yeah. I, um, I, obviously I was not induced to do this promotion, but, um, uh, Seth Andrews on his show, um, the thinking atheist very recently did a fantastic episode on the, um, sound of freedom movie. Oh my to be honest, even if we, even if we like pulled together like a good script and did research and all that kind of thing, we would only produce an episode equal in value to the one that he already made. So I'd really strongly recommend like, if you, just go listen to that episode. I was going to say, like, <laughs> if you think that the movie might be good, or if you have a friend that thinks the movie might be good, but honestly, like, as a prophylactic, go out, listen to that episode, listen to all the bullshit in, involved in that movie, especially if you're from the Utah area. Understand how much of a piece of shit Tim Ballard is. Um, he does a fantastic job of breaking all well, of that down. Have yeah. you heard the craziness with that lately? Not only the fact that Tim Ballard is a complete liar. Fabricated mm-hmm. all that stuff, took mm-hmm. uh respond took credit for other people's agencies groups. Yep. Um he just spent like what a hundred million dollars of that organization's money and left. Oh, that I had not heard. He is now no longer well, part of the Underground Railroad group, which that movie is based off of, and he has now started three other non-profit organizations. Yeah, if you hmm. if you are a member or supporter of the Operation Underground Railroad, just know that you're a fucking moron, okay? You don't know what the fuck you're talking about, and you have accepted hook, line, and sinker, a line of bullshit from somebody who is harming people, who actually is harming people, and is taking your money in the name of trying to protect children, and it's all fucking bullshit. It's all propaganda. It's nonsense, and you have fallen for it. You have been made a a credulous dupe and asshole. Mm-hmm. And the biggest, like, the biggest bottom line up front that I want to give you, listener, if you don't want to go out and, and read or listen to the other show or anything like that, just know that that group claims that they go out and do work that governments won't do to protect kids from like sex trafficking rings and that kind of thing. The problem is, is that one, they don't. And two, mm. where they have interfered with operations to try to take kids from uh, trafficking rings, what they end up doing is making it impossible to convict the people who are running those rings because the evidence that they collect is not admissible in court. The action that they take disrupts legitimate investigations that are taking place. And the kids that they, quote fingers, liberate often end up into a new um like Christian foster care system that does not place them in good homes. Well, so, yeah. And from, from stuff, I, and I had actually looked into this like a, a while ago before this movie came out and all that kind of stuff, looking into this guy, um, they re- like, they claim they do all these rescues and help all these people, which is complete fucking bullshit. Uh-huh. It's other groups, other organizations, 
and they take credit for it. Yet they're a a nonprofit organization that you're contributing your money to, which just puts it into his back pocket to make these stupid Christian fucking films. And if you see anybody on Facebook posting on how great this movie is doing right now in the box offices with its $50 million opening weekend, keep in mind, they bought all those tickets and gave them out to churches. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, this isn't this isn't a generic, you know, grassroots thing that everybody's flocking to see this movie. No, it's the producers and creators of this film and the Christian organizations that support it bought all the fucking tickets to say, oh, the shows are sold out everywhere. You'd better get a ticket now. If you can't, then maybe you could talk to somebody who could give you a ticket that we yeah. don't tell anybody. We bought on the sly and are just handing out to people left and right because nobody's in the fucking theater. Yeah, it's just like yeah. Trump having a best-selling book, but then again, he bought all the books. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, just there's just there, there's so much going on on the right that is just absolute fuckery, and I haven't seen much of a reaction from people on the left uh, to try to push back on on much of it, and I don't know if it's apathy, if it's just being tired of having to battle this bullshit day in and day out. Uh, if it's fear, if it's agreement, I don't know what it is, but I don't see anywhere near the amount of energy to try to push back on the fucking lunacy that I see well, coming from people on the right lately. I really hope it's a, you know, we got a kettle boiling right now mm-hmm. and the steam is building and all that steam will be released at election time. Yeah. Get these motherfuckers out. I mm-hmm. And I think they know that. I mean, look at what's the all the voting shit they're trying to block again. Mhm. All mm-hmm. the like the gerrymandering fucking shit coming up to this to the the federal courts. They're trying hard to block shit from people from getting yeah. a vote. They they know if, if, if people are allowed to vote, they're going to lose. Yeah, if your vote didn't matter, they wouldn't be trying so hard to take it from you. Mhm. Exactly. Yeah, I got in an argument with a guy uh, years ago who was saying the voting is pointless and it's not worth your time and I'm never going to make a difference and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, well, if you think that, then can you explain why people spend literally billions of dollars every election cycle trying to get your vote or deny other people from casting their vote? If your vote didn't fucking matter, they wouldn't be spending that money on it. They'd be buying yachts with it. <laughs> they wouldn't they wouldn't be yeah. contributing to people's political campaigns and trying to stop other people from voting. That's hugely important. That's the consequences that lead to where we are now is people like you who think that it doesn't matter. So you don't fucking do anything. And then you tell other people it doesn't matter and you create this apathy loop that does nothing but hurt other people. Yeah. Later, later, when I learned that that person was actually voting, I was like, hey, man, that's awesome. When did this start? And he got really fucking pissed and blocked me. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. great that you're voting. When did you start doing that? Because we had this argument a while ago that you said it was a waste of time because you heard something that George Carlin said in the 70s that you that you know resonated with you. And so you aren't going to do it anymore because you should always take your best advice from comedians. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> Isn't oh, that what everybody I did does? like George Carlin. Yeah, I like George Carlin too. Doesn't mean he's right about everything. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> uh, well, we have run out of time for this episode. 
Before we go, I want to make sure that we thank our Patreon patrons for keeping the show going, mostly, when we have time to get together (laughs) and actually record. We're trying really hard. We are. Uh, We've just been so incredibly incredibly busy, the three of us, uh, that it's been really difficult. Also, before I sign off and before we get to the list of things, let me just say that if you apply for a job and you take the time to update your resume, fill it out with all of your qualifications and the degrees that you have, the experience you have, listing all of your jobs, the hours you've worked, the pay you received, the things you've done, put your fucking contact information on there. Jesus Christ, man. Your name is great, but if I need to offer you a job, I need to know how to fucking contact you. Put your address, put your email address, put your website, put your phone number, put some way for people to contact you, stupid. If you are only going to put your name on there, there's no way for me to fucking contact you. God damn. I can't tell you how many hours I've wasted trying to get somebody hired because on paper they look great, but there's no fucking way to contact them. Dan, you're the fucking IRS. Of course you know who they are by their name. (laughs) Yeah, and, and everybody, you know, every name that people have is completely unique. There are no, there's only one John Smith. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, it's been so frustrating. Anyway, (laughs) I do want to thank our Patreon supporters. That would be just anti-pro-fascist. Corvo's temporary food servant. Kevin Scheel. Crucify the like button, leave a review on iTunes, and rate the show five times a day towards Celia Gray. Steve Kuno, Schneid Duffy, Tiffany Hudson, John McCullough, Ollie Olson, Vanessa, Two Skeptical Chaps, Stephen Andrus, Savita Kuna, Corey Ebert, Martina Fern, Not Franz Kafka. Uh, who, who's Franz Kafka? Mm. <laughs> Not uh, that guy. The <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan. Uh, Error 404. God Not Found. Up Doug Willoughby. Marvin Dricken. It's all shits and giggles until someone giggles and shits. <laughs> Avocados, stinky sandcastle. <laughs> Avocado. <laughs> Don't be a Richard. Mackenzie Peterson. All hail Peanut Buttra. Jeremy Goodson. Utah Outcasts. That guy. Wesley Aaron. Harrisonian. Amber Crellin. Sarah Segovia. Theodore Salen. Janet Uter. Purple Dragon. James and Tim Jacobson. Thank you all very, very much. If you would like to become a Patreon patron, you can do so very easily by going to patreon.com slash godless revolution, where you can contribute as little as $1 per episode. And then you get stuff. You get, you get, uh, extra episodes sometimes, but not lately. Cause we haven't even been putting out regular episodes all that often okay. lately. Cause we're so busy. Uh, you get clips from the cutting room floor, extended versions, uh, more sweary stuff, uh, more outtakes, a song for the episode, all kinds of fun and fun stuff. Uh, and, and then the knowledge that you're keeping the show going and that we love you just that much more than other people who don't contribute to the show. But we do love you all. Thank you all very, 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 very much. I'm going to go back to work again because that's my life now. Just working, dude. Oh, shit. I'm going to eat my tacos. I'm also on a short break. I go back to work tomorrow. I just, I've only been home for like a day. Oh, oh no. That's I know. Yeah. Brady's it happens. Beach all day. So I will be. She'll be back home in like half an hour and I'm going to go to sleep. Aloe vera time. 
Uh, well, she's Italian, so she can handle copious amounts of sun. <laughs> She'll just be bronze in the morning. <laughs> well, thanks, me, on guys. the other hand, she yells at me if I don't use sunscreen before I leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I should own stock in Coppertown with, with as much sunscreen as I go through. <laughs> well, thanks, guys. Love you both. Uh, it's good to chat yeah. with you. We'll talk to you later. Yep. We'll Ciao. do it again. Bye-bye. I don't think. I just say it. A super secret, sacred ceremony. I need dick enlargement pills.